Hello and welcome back to English Be Good. My name is Chris and today we're not doing the regular song profile podcast. We're actually going to be doing a band profile and I'm going to be talking about The Doors, who are a great band in my opinion. Not everybody knows about them. So I just wanted to, uh, first of all, speak about them and uh, talk about the different albums and a bit of history about the band. And I'm going to use some interesting language, some phrasal verbs, some more advanced expressions. And basically the podcast will be in two parts. So part one will be me talking about the band. And then in part two, I will do a language breakdown, just explaining some of these phrasal verbs and the meaning of some of the expressions. Okay, introduction over. Let's get down to it. When I first moved to London back in early 2000, the year 2000. Yep, I'm that old. <laughs> uh, I moved in with a, a friend from university who was a fan of The Doors. Now, before that, I wasn't really um, a fan. I really liked the, the hit song, as most people do, uh, Light My Fire. I didn't really know much more about the band. I just thought they were a kind of hippie, 60s kind of band. Um, but little did I know that moving in with my friend would lead me to become a huge fan. I'd put my new fascination down to the fact that uh, they were really a blues band at heart. And um, I love the blues. So discovering this really helped me connect with the band. Of course, apart from the blues and the rock and roll, there is a bit of a psychedelic element to the uh to the doors. They have this kind of very chilled uh, vibe, which uh, is quite relaxing. Maybe it can put some people off because it's a bit too hippie sounding. But I think if you go a bit further into the discography of the band, um, you will find some really good music. So I was blown away by the, uh, the talent in the band. First of all, by the guitar noodling of Robbie Krieger, who had a background in flamenco guitar and also a bit of jazz and blues. Uh, and you can tell this comes through on some of the songs, for example, Spanish Caravan. If you have a look at that, you will hear the flamenco influence. Then, of course, Ray Manzanik also really stood out for me as an amazing keyboard player, well, an organ player, in fact. And he added real soul and a kind of a jazzy element to the band. Check out Soul Kitchen. Uh, which is on the first album, The Doors. And here you'll hear the introduction, the kind of the, the organ coming in. It's uh, really amazing. John Densmore played the drums, brilliant drummer. Jim Morrison is the most famous of The Doors, who had a reputation for being a bit of a wild man, a party man, also a bit of a rebel. and was a bit anti-system. And I think this really helped the band connect with the, the scene in the 60s of progression and, and moving forward and a little bit anti-authority. Jim's poetic lyrics and haunting vocals and energy really hold the band together and drive them forward. And for me, he really uh, catalyzed the, the musical elements of the band. So as I said, when The Doors first hit the music scene in the mid 60s in Los Angeles, they caused quite a lot of conflict with the authorities and the older generations. Many concerts were actually stopped midway through by the police because the crowd were going too wild. And Jim was often provoking this kind of um, 
atmosphere. Sometimes when recording later albums and even performing on stage, Jim's antics did cause uh, a few troubles that the rest of the band had to put up with. For example, one concert in 1970 was actually stopped midway through because Jim had a breakdown on stage and was crashing his microphone into the floor. However, Jim was a highly talented songwriter, poet, and showman with great charisma. And I doubt that the band would have made it without him. He was integral to the band. Before Jim's early death in 1971, the band had recorded eight albums in just five years, which is a very prolific. I'd say the earlier albums are a little bit more rock and roll with a psychedelic edge. And then later records get back to the blues a little bit more, which for me is at the heart of the band, the blues. It's really difficult for me to choose a favorite Doors album. However, if I had to, I would put forward three albums. Uh, The first is The Doors, the first record, which is definitely more 60s uh, rock and roll in, in feel and sound. And this record has some brilliant songs. It has Light My Fire On, it has Break On Through, Soul Kitchen. Now, it might take a few listens to get into these songs, as they're not really instant songs. Although there's some amazing tracks on the album Strange Days and Waiting for the Sun, uh, like Love Me Two Times and Hello I Love You, uh, I think the better other two albums for me are L.A. Woman and Morrison Hotel, which are the albums where they get back to the blues a little bit more. Morrison Hotel opens with the famous Roadhouse Blues, which even if you don't know the title, you may recognize the song. It's a really driving song in in the sense that it drives along uh, and also that it's it talks about driving in the lyrics and also for me it's the kind of song that you put on in the car when you're driving and it just feels good other great tracks from this album are peace frog which is really funky and also queen of the highway which is really chilled i could probably make a whole video about la woman because it's just uh, got a lot of history to it the title track L.A. Woman is another driving kind of song for me. Uh, I think it's the beat. I think the beat has a real marching rhythm. And Jim Morrison's voice, when he comes in with the first line, it sounds like an instrument. The kind of the rhythm and the the, the notes he hits when he sings. Well, check it out. Um, it's difficult to describe if you haven't heard it. So have a, have a listen to that. It's really cool. Track two, Love Her Madly, for me is the perfect pop song. But the... Uh, uh, great songs on this record that really tap into the blues are Car Hiss By My Window and Been Down So Long. Uh, with these, you can really hear the guitar riffs getting all bluesy again and Jim is going a bit crazy with his howling blues lyrics. And of course, the end of the album, Riders of the Storm, is an absolute beaut. And it's a song that I always put on when uh, there's a storm coming and you can feel that tension in the sky and you're just waiting for the release. And for me, when you hear the organ come in and the, and the beat and the bass slowly comes in, it's, uh, it's amazing. So as to which is my favorite Doors record, I'm torn between LA Woman and Morrison Hotel. It depends on the mood I'm in and maybe the, the period I'm listening, because I, I go from one to the other. 
which record do you like best? Check it out and let me know. Anyway, I hope after watching this video, it will not only help you with your language, but also maybe inspire you to check out a bit more music by The Doors. Uh, a truly great brand, in my opinion. Okay, now for part two, where we're going to analyze all the phrasal verbs and expressions I used in part one. Okay, welcome to part two. So the first phrasal verb is led to. And I had said that little did I know at the time that living with my friend would lead to me becoming a huge fan of The Doors. Okay, so the meaning of lead to is two things. The first, it's a process that causes something to happen. So the fact that I lived with him caused me to like the band more, become a fan. Or it can be to make someone think something. So one action or influence can lead to somebody thinking something else. So it's kind of cause and effect really in many ways would lead to. Um, and living with my friend resulted in or led to me liking the band and becoming a huge fan. You can also use it in other contexts. You could say um, soft drugs lead to hard drugs. This is quite a common thing that you hear in the news sometimes. Um, maybe a stressful job leads to physical uh, ailments or physical problems. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Let's move on. Another phrasal verb was to put something down to something. Okay, so I said I'd. I put my new fascination of the doors down to the fact that they were a blues band at heart. So to put something down to something means to think that a situation or a problem is caused by a particular thing. Okay, blown away by. I was blown away by uh, the amazing standard of the band. It means that I was highly impressed by. Of course, I say on a various occasions in the video to check out, check that song out. Uh, obviously, it means to investigate and to go and have a look or listen to something. And I'm sure you've heard that one before. Now, to stand out, what really stood out for me on this record or what stands out, it means to take prominence, to um, be better than the rest. To stand out is to be very noticeable. I use the expression to hit the music scene. So to hit the scene is a phrase that means to arrive, to hit, to arrive at the scene. I mentioned how the band had to put up with Jim's drink and drugs antics. And uh, I said that they have to put up with him, meaning to tolerate him. So to put up with something means to tolerate something. I said I didn't think they would have made it without Jim. Now to make it is a phrase that means to find success, to become successful. Often we say to make it big, you know, to, to become highly successful. Now I mentioned on a couple of occasions to get back to, to get back to the blues, meaning to return to. Uh, often we say to get back to your roots. It can be to return to a place, a condition, a situation, an activity to get back to, to return to. Mm to put forward uh, my favorite records I would have to put forward. To put forward is to offer an idea or to submit something. Okay, to tap into. To tap into something is a phrasal verb, which means to use something in a way that brings good results. So the way that they tapped into the blues a bit more on the later records. 
means that they used it to get good results or they used it in a good way. Obviously, I said to put on, meaning to play, like put on a record. Um, as you know, you can put on your clothes as well. I mentioned that when choosing my favorite records, I was torn between uh, Roadhouse Blues and Elite Woman. Now, if you're torn between, you you cannot decide between two things. Anyway, so that's the end of the analysis of the language. Now, I suggest going back to part one, listening again, and just pausing there on those phrasal verbs, just checking that you understand them within the context. And hopefully now you're going to understand everything. Okay, thanks for listening today, guys. Uh, it's been great to be able to tell you about my one of my favorite bands. Uh, I'll be back soon with a new podcast, so please subscribe so you can keep up to date. Uh, if you can give us a little rating below there, we'd be really happy. And maybe also share us with your friends on social media and so on. Uh, that would be fabulous. Okay. Have a great week and I'll be back soon. My name is Chris. This is English Be Good. Cheerio for now. Bye.